Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. The truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. A poblano is a truth that can irritate others. A jalapeno is spicy. A Thai chili has me judging you very hard. The Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed. Listen, laugh, and learn what happens when the only option you have left is to pick truth. Welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host. Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. Um, thank you for joining us for another week. Um, just happy and blessed that God gave me another day uh, to be on this green earth. How have you been, Lamont? Uh, I've been good. Um, I'm actually kind of working through the remaining off days I had uh, for the rest of the year. So I've been having a little bit more time off from work. So I've just been trying to fill those days in with more relaxation and come to find out I still have more regular house and home and family things to do. So it hasn't really truly felt like being off yet. Uh, I'm taking off um, the two days before Thanksgiving. Uh, well, the two days before okay. Thanksgiving holiday, I'd say. And um, so I have an entire week off. Um, so that would be, what did I say? Nine straight days of no work. I'm very excited. Mm. Very excited about it. Knowing I'm going to do some work some of the days, but it just won't be inundated. So I'm very excited to have some time off. Other than that, my family is crazy. We went through a family drama last couple of days we 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 had to have some rules around hitting because it's getting out of control um and real talk i hope my child doesn't get upset with me but one of my children wants to start stuff but he can't finish it like you can't talk Mm. shit if you can't fight and like that's what's happening like you you get y'all start going at it with each other and then one gets the better of the other and then they, they want to cry and be upset and be debilitated and like have all kinds mm. of shit like the other day I, I think i need to go to the hospital it hit me with the pillow over and over again in the head with the pillow he got the better of you he got the better of you he, and i was like i literally said he is not getting in trouble what you do is start the fight, and as soon as you get the lower, uh, uh, somebody else gets the upper hand, you cry, and then the other mm. person gets in trouble, and then my the the child that it was like all the time, he does it all the time. I was like, yeah, he, he, he don't start it if you can't finish it. Don't, mm. don't. You gonna have to learn that the hard way. Like you can. Your feelings get hurt easy. You probably shouldn't say stuff to other people. The other day, you mm. told me my breath stink. And it probably did. My breath probably did smell bad. I don't have a problem with that. Because I'm comfortable knowing that I, I can go brush my teeth. But I was like, later on, not even the same day, I was like, your underarm stink. You need to go take care of it. You hurt my feelings. Like, oh, no, playboy. You ain't got no problem telling me that my breath stink. You better accept it when I'm telling you your armpits stink. Yeah, put them some sour cream on them onions and get on out of my face. 
<laughs> not not the not the chip flavor. That's wild. Dang, oh. these kids. Somebody want some kids? Y'all want some, y'all want some kids? All right. <laughs> but I love my life. My job is hard. I really love what I do. Uh, my family is hard. Family eating, whatever that is. It's hard and I love it. But I know it comes with an expiration date. So I'm out here planning what my life is going to look like without them like in like you know 10 and the funny thing is like by the time they're like 16 17 18 who hangs out with their parents mm, yeah like i think i got 10 years but really 16 17 18 who hangs uh, yeah. out we might not be I, yeah. I better plan my life other than driving them to practice don't, yeah. don't let me get enough money because I'll take get a driver. Take that, take them to practice. Shoot, I can do hookah on my back porch. <laughs> mm. Living, uh, right? Living. All right, but well, we know why y'all here. We are here to uh, read confessions, and we're going to switch things up a little. Sorry. I have one confession to read, and it's a little long, so we're going to put it in the middle of the show. So we're going to kick off with Lamont. All right. My first of two is titled Unhinged. The other day, I was driving and changed lanes to go around someone. As I'm checking my rear view, I can see the car behind me is also changing lanes. But I go ahead and change. I pass the car, and so does the car behind me. They then whip into the left lane and whip back into my lane, nearly hitting me. They were clearly letting me know that they didn't appreciate me getting in their way. This person was clearly in a hurry, but the road was busy. I became unhinged and decided to follow them. I didn't drive crazy, but I didn't want them to really notice or have some sort of violent interaction. They got away, but I made some deductions. It was a kind of crappy used car with new tags in the window, so chances are they are younger. They were headed in the direction of a community college and it was about five minutes to the top of an hour. My guess was late for class. I pulled into the parking lot probably four to five minutes behind and found the car. I was thinking about king the car or slashing the tires, but this petty revenge subreddit was ringing in my ears. Don't do any damage. So I wrote them a note. You shouldn't drive so aggressive. Some people are unhinged. Now that I know your class schedule, I'll be watching. I truly hope this person has been stressed checking their six for the past two weeks. I'm thinking about leaving another note soon to extend my revenge. Wow. This one was good. I, I can't front. I, this one was very entertaining. Um, wow. Wow. I'm, I'm going to call this a jalapeno yeah. and I'm giving you a side eye. Like this hmm. one was great. First of all, road rage scares me. It, it really does. I I remember very vividly, well over fifteen years ago, driving down seventy one, coming from downtown Louisville, uh, and there was a car going in front of me very slow, um, and so there was another car swerved behind me. Like they were doing that chicken thing. Every time you try to get in another lane, they would get in front of the person in front of me. So there's two cars doing this and I'm just trying to go. Well, one of the cars decides they had had enough 
And somebody rolls down the window in the back seats and pulls out a gun and points it at the car that was doing the the shit, the ridiculousness. So I take off. Like they, you know, they take off and I'm like, I try to go to the yeah. side. Like, I'm gonna let y'all just go. Scared the heck out of me. I remember going home hyperventilating. Like, I I didn't expect to see that. That's not what I expected to see. Plus, I was a terrible driver back then. And so, like, you know, it just scared the heck out of me. And it's always given me this thing that you don't know. You don't know how crazy people are. You don't know what's in their heads. You don't know their motives. Like, I ain't messing with no. You don't know what could, what news they just heard. You you just don't. Leave people the fuck alone. Leave them alone. If somebody cut you off in traffic, like, because he could really be crazy and just keep coming back. Do you know how much fear in my heart I would have if somebody put that on my front door? Because I park in front of my house. You just put that on my car. Like, oh, I know mm. where you live. I know your schedule. Shh. Man, that, that petty revenge is a 10 out of 10. Like, you can't get better with that. I definitely call you a jalapeno because I still think it's crazy that you even followed the car afterwards. Like, that's crazy. Like, that's a little, I ain't going out of my way. I'm too tired. And the fact that you went out of your way, that is a little unhinged. But real talk, if you wait another couple of weeks and you put another note on that person's car, they would, they'd quit school. They quit school. What, oh, are, yeah. what are your thoughts? <sighs> I got to admit, um, and just so everyone knows, we don't pick our confessions. Uh, we actually have someone now who picks them for us so that we're even surprised. Um, it allows us to have more mobility with with the way that we get to talk about them. And it's funny that this one was titled Unhinged. It made me think of a movie that my wife and I saw on Amazon Prime called Unhinged that starred Russell Crowe. And um, quick synopsis. Um this man has gotten a divorce. The first scene in the movie is literally him pulling up in front of a house. He pulls out an axe, goes inside the house. His ex-wife is there. I'll leave that for you as it is. Next day, there's a mom in the car with her son. She's dealing with some issues about an upcoming divorce. There's a guy in a pickup truck who is who misses a light. Light turns green, turns red. He doesn't go. She honks her horn at him. Basically, from that point on, dude is on her ass for the rest of the movie. He is on her ass. But he literally does everything you can think of. He finds where she lives. He ends up killing her neighbor. All these different things. And it made me think of this movie. Because the whole reason why the guy ends up going off on her is he just asks her to apologize. Not necessarily saying she should have given an apology or anything, but when this person said that they drove to the school and they decided to leave a note and they said that they may come back, I thought about their own safety. That was my initial thought, was that their own safety, that they're putting themselves at risk. Because like like you said, some people, what is it, flight, fight, or freeze? This person may be a fighter. And if their thought process is, if you are, if you come to my car again, I'm going to respond and they may not respond verbally. So all it takes is you show up, you go to put someone on that car. And this person just happens to be like, it's not going to happen to me. You've already scared them. They're already nervous. Their sense of security is already heightened. And if they have any weapon, it could cause problems. So for me, it's also a jalapeno 
almost even a spicier jalapeno just for your own safety. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand being angry, but in the moment, I understand it. The fact that you've had time to kind of second guess it, think it through a little bit more, and you're still contemplating going through with it speaks to maybe you need to find different methods of letting this go just for your own sake, just because you really, you don't know who you're dealing with either. So just as much as you're telling them that you have no clue who this person is or who they know, because they may end up, you may come back and they may not even get you that day. They may end up telling you. So. You know what? I, I appreciate that perspective. I didn't even think of, you know, what if the person who's, car that is that you left the note on is also unhinged because your behavior is unhinged to me yeah you go to somebody's community college just to put a note because they cut you off that's insane to me but you don't know how that other person is going to respond you're right Lamont you ain't seen unhinged they could they could be putting ain't no talent set up a camera so that their cars always watch so they can see who comes have a friend stake it out like you don't know what they're willing to do to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Man, hey, I leave people alone. If you cut me off, usually I apologize if I accidentally cut you off. I'd be like, right. my bad, it was me. My, I'm sorry, it was me. Yeah, anyway. <clears throat> All right. So Go I'm going to pass it on to you now. Vicki, what is your confession for today? All right, this one is called Still from My Job? Fine, but any issues you have are not my problem. So recently, I worked at my university in an admin position. I loved the job and my boss, L, was really happy with me. But I was temporary and when my contract came up for renewal, my friend, Bay, or B maybe, who was also an admin assistant, was a permanent contract at the university. Uh, She went to the dean and said basically that she could do everything I was doing as part of her already existing duties. So there was no need to renew my contract. I know this because Bay told me that she had done this because she wanted to work with L, despite L not wanting to work with B. L was just as upset about this as I was and asked the dean to reconsider, but to no luck. So first of all, that's the pettiest shit I've ever heard. You just go, you go get my job? Okay, cool, cool. Elle and I had started a whole bunch of projects together, which we'd split the work, uh, but I had created the bulk of the content content because Elle had other responsibilities. And I had handled a lot of the communication with a few dozen people who uh, we had roped into helping. The same day B took over, she sent out a bunch of emails uh, talking about the projects Elle and I had completed together. And in these emails, B presented it as her own work with input from L. L apologized to me for B doing this and said it was inappropriate. Okay. I still had access to all the materials and had created about 80% of them entirely alone. So I simply locked everything down. B messaged asking where the material was. I responded that the uni no longer employs me. I no longer have access to confidential materials. And and if no one but me can access it, uh, that's B's issue to sort out. The materials materials contain everything from promo pieces to email templates to spreadsheets regarding annual leave. The remaining 20% of the content, which both myself uh, and B had access to, was all fairly rough. 
had some typos, some incorrect dates, the wrong title in a few places, incomplete paragraphs, and a minor things like that. All of which were on my list to fix because I only knew about them. And all of which B overlooked and just sent out. As a result, B has assigned lecturers up for events that they are not available for. She's had to remake all of the content from scratch. She's had uh, not sent out a single email that's 100% correct. She can't get into the social media I created. She can't access the shared inbox I made. She advertised events with the wrong dates, time, and content. She's behind on everything. I know all of this because Elle complains about it to me every time I see her. And I did admit to uh, uh, all of this to Elle. She says, I'm being reasonable here. B messaged me almost daily to tell me how awful a person I am because I wouldn't share any resources with her. It's the only reason why I've not be uh, just for the updates. I'm also getting regular emails from various departments and people who don't know B has taken over my job yet, asking why they've been put down to present at a talk or at a union a day. Uh, they'll be at another continent or something like that. And I've just responded that this is B's job now, but everything was fine when I left. So clearly whatever happened, B needs to fix it. B now hates me, but that's not my problem either. Wow. I wish we had a thunderous applause track right here. Um... I don't know if it's just the petty in me, but I 100%, 100% approve. But I'm going to be honest. To me, this is a bell pepper. Um, I know for some people, they're definitely not going to feel that way, and that's fine. But to me, it's a bell pepper for a couple reasons. Um, it's one thing for someone to want something bad enough that they uh, put in the effort for it, but it's almost dirty macking um, to some extent. Like you're basically p pushing me out just for the sake of yourself, which I understand. And sometimes with business, there are no friends in some instances. I understand that. But if you're going to do that, make sure you've got all your ducks in a row. If you're going to decide to cut me off at the knees and then uh, think you're just going to run away with my um, my gains um, for you that would be ill-gotten. Um, I'm going to make sure if I have any way to squander those for you, I'm going to do so or to hide them from you, if you will. Um, I don't I don't see anything wrong with it. Now, if I did see anything, it would have been for the people who were assigned to things that they aren't going to be available for. But B in this case needs to understand that they need to fix it. Deciding to, for lack of a better term, betray me, someone and then ask them to still help you is a very awkward way of saying friend. That's not friendship at all. Um, as a, a perfect example, um, you and I do this show together and there's, there's an understanding here. We agreed that this show is something that we enjoy doing. Uh, we have a commitment time frame and we enjoy doing the show, but we've also agreed that we would not let this impact our friendship. So there's an understanding there. I don't, I would not continue to do this if I ever felt like it was something that was jeopardizing what we have outside of this as a friendship, because this friendship 
um, surpasses and supersedes just you and I. It goes to our spouses, our children, um, grandparents, cousins. There's so many people that are intertwined here that this show would not be a, a sufficient reason for me to let that be impacted, nor do I think it is for you. Um, and this person B just sounds like a total jackass. Like I don't even know how to say it. They come across like a total jackass. And to me, it's just, I don't, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with what this person did. Like, all right, you want to take it? Well, here you go. Figure it out. It's, it's, it's difficult. Cause I see this through two lenses. Mm-hmm. I agree to some de- that it's a bell pepper for the person who posted it. Like, you know what? This is how I decided to handle it because I felt wrong. Um, and I understand why the person felt wrong. I would have felt like you, you did me dirty, especially if I thought we were friends. And even if we were coworkers, like don't come from my, my bread. You know what I'm saying? Like you can do your job. I do my job and we keep it, keep it Gucci. Like you don't have to, I, I don't livelihoods are something you don't play with. Like I ain't gonna play with your livelihood. I ain't trying to get nobody fired. I just want behaviors corrected or improved, but that wasn't the case. Like I understand that it's a bell pepper. You responded the way that you wanted to respond. On the other side, my moral compass says, Oh girl, you dirty. Like the person who went to the Dean and like, you are filthy because Real talk, if you come to me as an executive and you like, listen, you ain't even got to, I can do this job. You ain't got to, I'm going to go with you too. I'm going to try to save the money too. That's from the Dean's perspective. Like if somebody is confident and they can do it and that yada, 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 I'm going to go with it. Um, that's just the truth of it. Especially if we really believe that they can do it. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it, but the young lady who, who went for the who who took stole the job or or took the responsibilities never made an agreement with the original poster that she wouldn't do something like that she never mm-hmm. made an agreement like you don't know where people's loyalty really lie um mm-hmm. until they're put in a situation they have to choose and it, so you got to decide like she never made an agreement, but my personal morals does, does not allow me to in, no, it call you friend or support you or help you because I never made an agreement. That I'm going to make it easy for you to take my job. So like it, everything turnabout is fair play. Mm-hmm. Turnabout is fair play. Um, it's a bell pepper for hiding the codes. My intellectual property. Got my face. Hmm. Um, and as far as the young lady, I think it's pretty despicable to do that to somebody. It's, and it's not for real people. It's really about people's livelihoods. Like if this is how you're making money, this is how you eat. And if you have a family or not, you feeding yourself going after people's jobs. It's one of those. Now, if you're not doing your job, that's a whole different story. Right. But try to take over someone's job when it really is not impactful for you and, and really you just want to work with someone who doesn't want to work with you. That sounds weird, but I'm sure there's more to that that we really don't know. But that's my synopsis. I, I say, oh, girl who stole the job, don't tell nobody else you did that. That's a reaper. Because if you told me that at work, like, yeah, I did that. I won't trust you at all. And I'll be trying to, you know, 
build defenses around you. So that's that's mm. my opinion. That was tough. That was yeah. That's inappropriate. <laughs> I agree with the word choice for sure. I could you imagine that? And like, and then you have the 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 balls to say it to me like that's yeah and then to turn around again and then ask me for help and then turn around again when i reject offering to help to then tell me how despicable i am as a person when this all initially started with you come on man the audacity the uh, the entitlement the audacity all of it it is i people are crazy yeah. I, I really, I, I, I know everyone has a different set of morals and guiding principles. I, I know mm-hmm. that, and there are still things for me that just rock me. Like it, it some some confessions still rock me in a professional context. That rocks me. That it, it it scares me that, you know, like you went after someone's job and that can happen to me. And I'm sure there is that I am not um, always the most popular in that I'm transparent and transparency makes people uncomfortable. But I, I couldn't imagine using that power to try to take somebody's job away. Like that's some shitty shit. That's that's a, you didn't make an agreement with me, but my moral compass says that. You know, that's like if somebody was a farmer and you set their fields on fire. That's the same thing mm. to me. That's how that yeah. that's how I envision it. That's their hard work. Mm. That's what they're doing. Like, you know, again, if you're not equipped, if your equipment fails and your farm fails because of you, that's on you. Right. Especially but if, if you're somebody not else, upkeeping it and everything. Yep. Mm. If you're not doing what you need to for your job, your role to be successful, that's on you. But if you're out here doing what you need to do and somebody comes and burns your field down because they think they deserve their field or they don't like you, for me, that's like the ultimate, like that's that that moves me emotionally. That moves mm. me to be like, that's just you setting people's fields on fire. They gotta eat. And family or not, I I think that is also frustrating. So this is a woman with kids. I have kids. And sorry, guys, I'm on a professional headspace at the moment. But for all those that live in corporate America or professional spaces or whatever you want to call office spaces. One thing that I find like extremely frustrating since my soapbox Dang it. What was I just saying? I just lost my train of thought. Stop getting old. Stop getting old. You said uh, messing with people's, uh, people who have kids. This is Yes, thank you. Yeah. Pe- okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this to people with kids. Y'all not better than people who ain't got no kids. I'm, I'm so sick of it. Your time off is not more important than their time off. Their time off is just as important. You And that's why I keep saying feeding yourself. Because you may not have a family, but you still deserve to be treated correctly and, and fairly and not emotionally manipulated because you don't have kids or you don't have kids at home or you ain't got a, you ain't got a caretaker. No. My emotional needs are just as important. So all you people with parents, stop thinking your kid's snotty nose is important to somebody who don't have kids. The only person that cares about your kids is you. Damn it. Yep. 
treat people like people. You ain't support yourself, your family, or whatever. So I'm just saying, and I got kids, but I because I had my kids so late in life, I also understand how it is for people to be manipulative about. I've got to be able to do this for my kids. I got. Uh, oh yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. So stop using your it, kids it, as weapons. Damn it. Sorry. No. Sorry. No. You are tangential. not wrong. Listen. Listen, you are not wrong. As a person who I mean, I wasn't I wasn't a kid or anything, but I was a young professional when uh, my wife and I started having kids. I had people who were ahead of me um in length of service and if it was a holiday that they were taken off. It just was what it was. And I understood. I get it. It's not about, I, I've never liked the notion that, you know, people have this idea that if you don't have kids or you don't have insert this thing that you don't understand what it's like to have responsibilities. Like that's not a thing. Like if you're an adult and you have, and you work to provide for yourself even, or for whoever you're providing for, you understand the concept of having responsibilities. It's not their fault that they can go and do whatever on the weekends. You made a choice to have kids, to actively be an active parent, or not for some who don't. But for those who are, you're choosing to be active. You're choosing to be there. So that means your time is going to be used that way. It doesn't matter what the other person's doing. It doesn't matter if they choose to sit on their house eating Cheetos all day and sipping Mai Tais. That's their, that's their right. We all get days. I'd never have a platform job where they were like, hey, listen, we give parents this amount of time off. We give those without kids this amount of time off. And we give those who don't need to work here but do it for fun this. No, everybody comes in and gets this amount of weeks. We go from here. So it is what it is. So I, I agree with you. I don't think you're wrong at all. Yeah. Sorry that went off on an office tangent, folks. <laughs> it happens sometimes. It's just some things come up in my in my real life that makes me ponder and just kind of triggered one of those things. I so yeah. So if you if you ain't got no kids, you ain't got a family at home, you matter. <laughs> you matter. Your time is just as important. Don't let them emotionally manipulate you over the holiday season. I didn't get to see my grandma. I don't either because she's dead. <laughs> so I don't know. Why are you telling me your problems? Oh, sorry. Too far? That was the line. That was the line. Always. Always. All right, guys. I think that does it for this episode. I'm, I'm going to have a drink. Oh, wait a minute. I do have one more confession. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did I totally forget to one. go to you? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It's all great. Because I did my first one. You know why? It's because normally. Used... Yep. 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 I'm used to being the last one. Hey, guys. Nice save, Lamont. Hey, Lamont. <laughs> what's your final confession for tonight? Listen, to make sure that we are safe, because we do have those who will let us know if we did not do this. My final confession for tonight's episode is co-worker was a bully got free stuff disclaimer this happened over 20 years ago so i will assume the statute of limitations has well passed way back when fairs and festivals would give out cool stuff the better the stuff the more the details needed credit card companies would give out bags doodads gadgets excuse me credit card companies would give out bags doodads gadgets etc 
By the way, I love free stuff, but don't want extra credit cards and telemarketers calling me. Enough of a background. I worked at a company and had a very annoying and bullying coworker. I honestly do not know what I did to set this guy off. Well, the company folded and, and I and a few others were tasked to clean up and get rid of everything. While I was cleaning up HR, I found, let's call him Dave, the employment records. Dave's details were there. Social security number, address, phone number, all the stuff I needed to get free stuff. I memorized it all, and each time there was something free, I became Dave. I filled out forms for credit cards and got free swag. Need a phone number for a non-existent cruise and get swag? If it was free, I was in. Whatever was at the event for free, I gobbled it up under his name. Car dealerships, credit cards, telemarketers, you name it. Dave got mail and phone calls. Never knew the outcome, but I got the free stuff without the bother for two years. I saw where this was going. Wow. And I can see how easily he did that. Or they did that. I can see it. Right. I remember my first credit card that I still own. I ain't had no job. Like, y'all don't get no credit card. Like, it's just a stupid. But I was 18. I didn't know no better. On the college campus, I got that Discover t-shirt. That's the most expensive motherfucking mm. t-shirt I ever got in my motherfucking life. I think it's a zero balance on that card at the moment. It will stay zero. I just keep it because it's the longest running credit I've had my entire life. I mean, it's the very first credit card I opened. And so I can see how you did that. And that's just wild. Mm. Wild. I don't even And is it fraud? I guess it is fraud, but like you're not. Yeah, I mean, they're not Dave. Wow. Hey, I just want free swag. Use it, you remember my, my social security number. Yo. That's wild. I I don't even know what to rate this one. Um that's wild. I'm like over it's wild. I can't imagine. first of all, I do that with a phone number. I do have a fake phone number I use. Like really great fake phone number. Uh, it's the time. It, I've known it since I was a kid. Uh, when you wanted, back in the day, if you wanted to know what time it was, you could call 502, and it was like the time is. So that has been my fake phone number for quite some time. Mm. Uh, back in the day, y'all, we didn't have caller ID. So that was a fake phone number at the Galleria if I wanted to give my number out as well. Oh, so, like, shoot. It's my fake number for, for quite some time. I'll let this say you got it. You memorized his social. You mm. took that, put it in your pocket, took it home, and memorized his shit. God, that's the spicy truth. I'm, I'm judging you. It's a tie chili. I, I'm like, I am judging you because I, I get it, but that just seems too far. Like that seems like that could have legal ramifications that I don't want. I think that's what it is. Like it's the social security number. Like you people can dox you with your email address now. Get your email address and sign you up for all kinds of stupid stuff. Like email address, okay. Even your your mailing address, maybe. But when you start messing with social security numbers, you out of you out of line. You you out of line. You yeah, you a tie chili. Cause I'm judging you like you done went too far. You, Yeah, you done put yourself in a position where you can have legal ramifications, I think. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, to me, this was a reaper. 
I wouldn't have said nothing. Like you said, once you got to social security numbers and things like that, you're you're playing in a different field. Once we get to that point, and for those who who are listening on audio, I'm really just saying mute. I don't know what you're talking about. I wouldn't even remind myself of this story. It would be so hidden, I would forget it even happened. <laughs> I wouldn't tell nobody. I wouldn't re retell this story. Maybe to on my deathbed, maybe. Maybe to my maybe to my grandchildren or my great great grandchildren, Lord willing. But I'm not telling nobody who can find no man. Like once you like you said, social security numbers, once we get in there, the legal ramifications, I don't know what sexual limitations is on that. I'm not playing those games. Imagine if you did this. Let's just let's just play, you know, an example here. Let's say you were fresh 20, 21 year old, and they said it's 20 years later. So now you're 40, 41, 42. Um, you now have kids, you're contemplating their futures and everything else. And somebody shows up at your place of business and they come to a rescue for the story. Nah, man, I can't, I can't do it. Like this 40 year old body can't, I can't pay for what that 20. I ain't got it. I ain't got it. The way I get out of bed today and how I got out of bed back then, it takes me a second. I got to sit on the edge of the bed. I got to contemplate what it's going to take for me to get fully up. Um, I was going to use, I was going to use that exact word. I need to contemplate life. Like, all right, let's, ooh, let's, ah, just thankful. Let me have another day. Let me, ooh, let me, let me. <laughs> You know, you you tapping around trying to get them glasses because even though you can see, you can't really see till you got them glasses on. You know what I mean, Lamont, I I yo, I I had to go find my old glasses because I couldn't find my new glasses. Like, <laughs> yes, life is real. Yes, I was like, I can't even see, and it was just underneath a paper, but I couldn't even see. I I was like, oh, thank God, I got my old glasses. Let me put these on. <laughs> So I can see. I was going. To, I was like, I guess I got to put my contacts on to go find my glasses because the sister cannot see. Sad. I understand. So all that being said, no, um, I'm not telling nobody. Period. I'm not telling a soul. You can keep that. Like if you if you've seen this on Reddit, as a matter of fact, I'm deleting it. Like it don't exist. Like it's not happening. Like it never happened. Like even I don't care if you have proof that you hurt. Matter of fact, pick truth didn't even tell this confession <laughs> that's how serious it is like there's too much legality here bro like that's a no for me and, I, and I, i'm curious why you only did it for two years i mean listen we're already telling you like it was bad and we think it's outrageous and now i'm like how come you stopped at two years like how come you didn't go any further than two years yeah. curious about that you know what led to the cutoff what led to you being like all right this is a bridge too far like how did we get there fair enough. maybe they had a significant other that said you doing <laughs> mm. maybe somebody came with their life and was like yo don't do that that's just not wise this is you now you're putting yourself in some legal hot water like did you sign people when Fair. you say the car dealership i know like how car dealerships will have like that little postcard but you don't yeah. need your social security number for that so i'm trying to figure out mm -hmm. what did you do to get social security numbers like I mean, like, what did you need to provide to get a social security number? Like, you signed him up for something serious. Yeah. Like, Golly. you, yeah, you wow. You, yeah, you wow. You wow. I'm judging you. You wow. You wow, player. You, you wow. Um, okay. So, I think, I think that does it for this episode, guys. So, 
I'm going to chat with Lamont afterwards because that's what, that's what I do. Um, but thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, share it with a couple of friends. Uh, you really help and support us anytime you listen. So just listening uh, and rate and review us wherever you listen to us. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all the things, Twitter. Um, I, I Hopefully I didn't read Lamont's part. Yep. I did. I read his apart. I do that all the time. But thank you. I'm going to pass it over to Lamont. <laughs> no, uh, just a second what she said. No, we appreciate you all. Um, we have seen an in, uh, increase in viewership and listenership. Uh, so we appreciate um, all of you old and new who have come to join us and be part of this. Um, please note that you absolutely have the opportunity to um, have your confessions read if you want to send them to us. Uh, Vicky, can you give them that email? Go to www.picktruthpodcast.com and go to listener submission and you can submit your listener um, confession there. And also, you also have the option, to, um, the opportunity to be on the show or on the ones episodes. We do have guests. Um, you can come on, read your own confessions, or we can just shoot the breeze. We've done that and we've had some amazing times. Um, I'm sure listening to this episode, you heard our most recent episode and there was a lot of laughs there. So um, we do appreciate you all. All right. Catch you next time. Later. <laughs>